Hi, and welcome back to the podcast Wreckers, the podcast about something, and we're not sure yet, but we'll get around to it. Don't worry. Topics. Those are fun. I'm Adam Aragon. I'll be your host, and I invented the color fuchsia. My name is Matlock Zumsteg, and I uh, have a weird name, and that is my interesting fact that is true, unlike Adam's lie about fuchsia. I lied. I did lie. Steven. Hey, I'm Stephen Thomas. Uh, I am very, very pale, but uh, not by choice. That's doctor's orders. I am uh, Joe Kroll. I'm also the character Johnny Chaotic. I can't tell which is which at this point. My room is very warm. <laughs> Duly noted. All right. Yeah. And again, we are the Podcast Records. Check us out online at podcastrecords.com or your podcast platform of choice or under your fucking bed. All right. Let's move on. Um we have improv games. I just want to do that to like warm people up here. We have improvisers, and we can uh, come up with what we can come up with. Um, Matt, like, I'm going to put you on the spot for the next game. Then um, you, you're a, you have to give us a sales pitch. You know, your your one minute sales pitch for the shit shiv. Uh, In so three, can- two, one, go. The shit shiv. Have you had a problem with uh, not being able to scoop things correctly because of the shape of the handle of your digging implement? The shit shiv. Shaped to fit the knobs between your fingers with its naughty design. Okay, well, we tried. That's important. (laughs) If you gripped a, a... A large, hard, baked dog turd in your hand. There's sometimes little knots in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally... Yeah, gotcha. if they've it's, it's, it's a lot episode of is impossible to edit. Thank you. You've all just... It's, so, it's so worth it, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Because right. you get it, right? There's bumps on it, so you can grip it better. <laughs> you get this. See, the great thing about the shit back at his is, dog as a child, like... Did you do that for me, boy? Thanks. <laughs> That's perfect. Right. That my hand is This is, and it's then long. I became a millionaire. All right, moving on to the next one. Uh, Steven, I want you yes, uh, to give it? me your impression of an auctioneer haunted by relationship problems. Next item on the block uh, we have for auction is a, um, uh, is it? Faberge eggs. Seems a Faberge egg. Uh, delicate. Fragile, much like the state of my marriage. Uh, so, we go ahead and start the bidding. Uh, what, what do, I do? do I hear $10? $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $
Did you hear me? Where is he? Jorge! Biblioteca! Day one. That's day one of class. Donde esta? It's not a dress, it's a kilt. That's a sueño. What it is, you pronounce the N. Like, I can't do it for you. You're just going to have to look it up. It's called Inya. Um, I've got, I've, you're, you're a heavily, you're a heavily German-accented carnival barker. Where else will you find a teddy bear this big? I tell you, nowhere, nowhere will you find a teddy bear as large as this. If you throw the dart into the balloon, you have eighteen chances to win this big teddy bear. You, you. The man with the curly hair. I am only pointing at you because I saw you. You're right there. There's no other reason. Come here. <laughs> All right. We'll end it there. Game, I will play this. The first throw is free. The first throw is free. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to throw it. I don't want to throw it. Through, through the magic of editing, it'll look like that went off without a hitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I agree with Teddy Bear. That's all you're gonna have. <laughs> look. Um, I agree with Matlock and Joe that the only German accents worth doing are either you know listless and on drugs or completely just fucking raging. Have you ever? Uh, and if you can play a little clip of it right now uh, in in editing, um, listen I to the the. Uh, Auctioneers put to rap beats. Sold your way. Sixty-five and a half. Twenty-one. Andy Rock. Twenty-one. Rockstar. Twenty-one. Cattle, and we got some cows here to start. It's a form of music that has never existed before, and it should it should exist. There it is, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so um, because I don't think this podcast is focused enough on Matlock, let's have Matlock talk about cinema. And what, what came out to me was a movie Matlock scarred me for life with, mm -hmm. which is the young Svenkmeyer stop-motion version of Alice in Wonderland. Mm -hmm. 1988 Alice. It, it, it is just like a living, breathing, all all too real like nightmare. Yeah, feel <laughs> like the creatures are actually taxidermied rabbits and rats and stuff. Like whenever okay. there's a creature called for, it's a real thing of that. Like being stop motion animated and like leaking sawdust. Like, <laughs> oh my god! So this guy is a um, uh, a Russian. Uh, uh, or Czechoslovakian is it is it Czech Republic? I don't know. He's um, look it I'm up. Not, I'm not aware of anywhere outside the U.S. But continue. Yeah, yeah, me neither. So he's from outside the U.S. Um, and yeah, he he's famous for using like real like he'll go to the slaughterhouse and get um, like pig intest pig brains, pig tongues, you know, uh, stuff that they're just going to throw away, and he animates it uh, to make real tongues come out of things and real brains. If he opens like a, a clay head, there'll be yeah. a real pig brain Which inside. Which is exactly what you'd want for an interpretation of a children's classic, Alice in Wonderland. Right. That's amazing. Uh, by the way, I did confirm he is Czech. You are correct. I checked Circle gets a square. It is correct. That's like, right. 
It's like an art form that can only survive in like a small hunting village in the mountains or something. You know, it's <laughs> like, well, if all you know is taxidermy theater, then that's great. <laughs> and you grew up on it and you have childhood memories and shit. But then as soon as you take it past the county line, people are like aghast. Oh, no. Uh, also, shout out to uh, Annette um, by Louis Carral, the French director uh, with Adam Driver. Um, and Ooh. with music, the musical written by Sparks. It's a musical, right? Yeah. Another Puppet Baby musical I recommend. Jan Spankmeyer has some great stuff. I recommend checking out uh, Darkness, Light, Darkness, I believe is the name of it. Uh, it's one of his shorts where, like I was saying to Stephen, like he uses, it's it's a body building itself piece by piece in this small room. Matlock was into it before it was cool and it still hasn't been cool. So like, <laughs> I, it's, I, here's my here's my cred. I bought a $300 DVD of Little Shop of Horrors off of eBay um, yeah. because it, it was only released for a week with the original ending in black and white print on the, on the DVD. And then they took it off the shelves. So, and it, it had never been released, nor was it released for another 10, 15 years after that. The plant yeah. does eat the heroes at the end and his, and his girlfriend, which is, happens in the original play. Um, and it's fun in the play because the plant grows and like people come out with vines and surround the audience and it's a big fun ending. And uh, when you're watching and falling in love with these characters who have been shit on their whole lives, basically, like watching them in close up for the whole movie, the director, Frank Oz, was like, yeah, we realized people, it's a different tone than if you're watching. You're attached to we're going to come out and bow at the end. You're not going to get a bow from the dead characters at the end of the year. <laughs> you just show character. their foot. Yeah. So like the end and, of clerks, like yeah. uh, that original ending where a guy walks in and just shoots the main character. Yeah. Just like 20 minutes in. I never yeah. saw that. Oh, no, no shit. it's like, yeah, the last scene of, the, of clerks, the original cut was, um, he, the guy's wrapping up the store, going to close it down. And a guy just comes up and shoots him. Wow. Kevin, wow. Kevin Smith doing his dark artsy German phase. Yeah, well, exactly. Didn't he just do that with Clerks Three? Like, I haven't seen it, but I've it's heard all about it. It's, um, it's I have not seen it either. Well, we're way off in the weeds. Um, let's but see. That's where about... we need to go. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's where we, that's about... where we live, man. Can we talk about my dad's heart failure a few months ago? That's um, you know, I mean, if dead, it's funny, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> that might be a good topic to bring up. Um, uh, actually, Stephen had one about gaming. I thought we'd switch over to our gaming segment and ask Stephen about his gaming experiences. Well, my dad's death, I was going to lead into gaming with. Yeah, um, no, that. naturally. But I just jumped ahead. I, I'm not a gamer by any means. So moving on. You're not the right Leave that in. <laughs> I'm the wrong person. I played a game about 12 years ago. I, was... I, I realized today that I've made some poor choices. <laughs> I should have been gaming more if that's what I was doing. I should be on a gaming podcast if I've never gamed. This was maybe a mistake. I'm playing uh, PlayStation 2 a lot, trying to save a lot of money. <laughs> Those are more expensive now than a um, regular PlayStation. Not even well, playing since day one. Plays Grand Turismo too. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I have a seven-year-old kid, and so a lot of my uh, video game experience these days is uh, on the Switch, which is great. 
uh, a lot of good fun games to play with a seven-year-old kid on the Switch. There's no shortage of that. Uh, and he's become somebody who like really likes video games now to the point where uh, he'll go on to YouTube. We got him set up on the kid-friendly little YouTube thing. It's all good, you know, but he watches these shows where it's like a parent uh, playing a video game with their kid. And, you know, a lot of the time it's cool and, you know, they're making little jokes. Because his dad won't do it enough. I mean, yeah, he's, when he's watching videos of better parents. <laughs> I wish I, I, wish I, I could I would, this. I would too, Stephen. I, I would too. My dad is so bad at video games and he doesn't like to play them with me. But this you dad guys has no fucking his... clue how much I sacrifice, okay? <laughs> how much <laughs> I hit the, the podcast. How much I hit the brakes on Mario Kart. Like, I am just fucking dominating the whole time. And then lap three, I'm like, uh-oh, I'm going the wrong way. How would I do that? That's crazy. I first. We're, we're showing this to your kids. So I'm just saying. Every yes. fucking time. One time I won a race and we had a problem for like 20 fucking minutes. Are you serious? <laughs> There's fair. I just thought maybe one. No, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, you're going to have a bad day one time, Stephen, and you're just going to be like, you're done. Eat it. First place. First place. That's 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 like when you get old enough to like you know to take a swing back at your old man. It's going to be like that. But like for for our generation, it's going to be like, oh yeah, throw down Mario Kart right now. Think you could take your old man? I always lost on purpose, yeah. and that's yeah. where the that's where the like the punches start getting thrown. I've been way yeah, better at checkers like, than you forever. My wife can clutch clutch yourself and be like, "Honey, no, <laughs> no, not the secret, no." It's kind of like uh, when you go on a date with somebody and you try and impress them by telling them you're a virgin. And then when you have sex, like you have to pretend like you've never done it before. And Wait, you just, you're saying this like this is an experience that, that a lot of people have. It is I mean, a very unrelatable and creepy thing to say. <laughs> no, it's a good point. It's a good point. You've never tried that? I like I it. Mean, I'm not saying I don't like it. <laughs> oh, I don't know what I'm doing. What's happening? Oh. What's happening down there? That was that, oh, that, no. was very, that was very matter of fact for you to just whip out as it like was. You know, it was hilarious. when most of you do this yeah. thing. You know Whatever. that tried and true pickup method that you do of acting like a total babe <laughs> in the woods, and then you get in there and you're like, no what is experience. this what is that? Oh, you pee with that? Whoa, crazy. Well, what's you know, happening? You, oh, my you dress God. Up, turn over. When you yeah, dress up like a 13-year-old and go out looking for a good time. <laughs> oh, boy. It, it's, it's the morning I've never looked down. You have to drop 13 on the shirt. Yeah. Just, just because. Oh. It, just, just, it's my 13th birthday, just yeah. to make sure it's 13. The, the podcast records were canceled yeah. after their second episode. It was a world record. Well, yeah, I don't I know, know what's going on. Uh, uh, so your, your, your kid watches other parents being better parents on YouTube. Right. That's where and we're at. sometimes it's fine. Sometimes it's like, oh, that's kind of funny. Uh, and then other times I'm like, that dude is fucking baked out of his mind, like right next to his six-year-old. Because it's just, you know, the six-year-old, of course, is enjoying the game. But like this dude's Because you'd have to be on Wow, like every two minutes. <laughs> like. Are you saying because you'd have to be on drugs to enjoy spending time with your kid? Is that what you're trying to imply? Well, yeah, that... if all they're into is Animal Crossing, then yes. Okay. Yeah, yes, you I need guess, to be yeah, high. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, that's a very good point. Have you ever played Animal Crossing? 
I have. <laughs> Let's play I Star- he, play all he plays over. is Stardew Valley, and I need this weed. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, needs yeah. the game, and I need this to live. Look, so it's Minecraft like a is a thing. bunch of blocks. <laughs> it, it's a whole huge thing. There's like YouTube families now that like, and he'll watch some of those shows too. But then like, it fucking it'll drive you crazy. Like if you listen to like a family like exploiting their children for having YouTube fun, oh, yeah, spending time when, together, doing drugs yeah. together and, as a family, oh, and they punish kids for like bad grades and stuff. Like that's there's some weird fucking channels. Those I haven't seen. That's crazy. It's like, it's like the parental porn. You're, you're <laughs> just like overly fucking saccharine. Just uh, it's just you know it, it's a little much at times. So, so, so he has kind of like porn fetish like uh, channels now. You know, it's it's sort of like you, people have fetishes for types of YouTube content as opposed to, like it's not not pornographic, but it's it's sort of like it, it scratches an itch that yeah. maybe. For instance, um, there's, there's a show. <laughs> Total random example. There is a show called uh, Doctor Pimple Popper, and not to call out, yes, not to call out my girlfriend, uh, but it seems like every girl I've dated, and I, to the point where I thought maybe every woman was like this, is obsessed with popping like pimples or blackheads on my body, and it's just been a thing that I've gotten used to. As girls like popping stuff, so her, sure. her and her mom. And some of her friends, I believe, are also into this show, Dr. Pimple Popper. But then I'll find her, like, even when she's not watching that, sometimes she'll be watching, like, just a video YouTube channels of, like, Biggest Boil or Biggest Lanced, you know, whatever. There's a whole Reddit channel about it. Yeah. It's a dark hole you could go down. Dark hole. When I was was younger, when I was a kid, uh, my older sister would love to peel the dead skin off my back whenever I got a sunburn. And to like, the point where she'd like, leave him out in the sun. And she would, she would like, like, she would like, you know, it would be like two days after my sunburn and she'd be like, don't move. Don't do it. I want to do it. And like, she's trying to get like piece. the biggest fucking pieces. Like she'd have like two handers, you know, like, look, look what I got off your back. It's kind of see-through. Yeah. It's like a fascination with the grossness of it and also kind of a preening instinct or something that some of yeah. us have, maybe. And, I don't know. And if you're wondering why you have melanoma, that's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't no, ever I, know. I look back on like sunburns <laughs> that I got as a kid and like my family just being like, oh, that's just red old Steven. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's our that's boy. Totally boy. As a I'm kid, that like, was called Red Old Steven a lot. Yeah. This is skin on no. bar, Steven. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Old Red Steven. Steven. That's our six-year-old son, Old Red Steven. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be appealing, Paul. <laughs> old Red Steven. A shedding Steven. That's our son's saddlebag. <laughs> <laughs> Someday he'll um, look like old leather, and we're looking forward to it. I've been I've been wanting to bring this topic up since we were talking about kids and video games. But what oh, was God. your what was your favorite? Do you remember having a favorite video game that maybe wasn't Mario? You could say that if you want. Right. But like a, when you were a kid, what was your first favorite video game that you would Pit play Paul. over and over again? Really, I could, uh, Pit for hours. You're that I, had an, I had an Atari. I think I played Atari after I played Nintendo because I did like my my uncle had one and I didn't so. So we tell, had, me, tell me about Pitfall, Stephen. Your, your Pitfall we had an Atari. We had we. My dad went out and bought an Atari when I was like three or four. So I was the little little guy. Yeah, and, 1952. Uh, go on. And 
And I, you know, it was all sports games at first. <clears throat> so I wasn't interested. Like there was enduro and downhill skiing, alpine skiing. I think that's what it was called. Uh, and then, yeah, he bought this one called Pitfall and I tried it and I was just like, this is the best thing I've ever done in my life. Like, cause it just, <laughs> it just keeps going. It, it never fucking stops. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, and a lot of the old I think at that age, I was just, I was fascinated by that. You know, I was like, yeah. Did you know that the uh, commercial featured the very young Jack Black? Yeah, look it up. Oh, I didn't know that. That's one of his first commercial gigs. Yeah. Commercial for Pitfall yeah. has like a teenage Jack Black. And then there's this other, uh, there's a Pitfall 2 that came out mm-hmm. for Nintendo, for the 8-bit Nintendo. I yeah, had they did that. Like a couple of, they did an even more modern one, too. And I had it. I remember buying it you know, when I was like 12 or whatever and being instantly disappointed. So I was like, oh, it's nothing like the original. But then I played it for a little bit. <laughs> it, and it was it was one of those fucking wormhole Nintendo games. Like it had all the, like the too many like secret levels and places. So you get <laughs> stuck all the time and like you yeah. couldn't get out. And you're like, oh, okay, I got to fucking reset. Like it oh, was. I, I've been looking for it now because it just. It, I remember it being so much fun because of all its fucking glitches. Because you could <laughs> like warp to here and there and there, and then you'd get like seriously fucking lost. And then, yeah, inevitably, like, you get frozen in a little block, and you're like, oh, I'm fucked. I've got, I've got a deep cut for you. Is, uh, when, I, when I was a kid, we'd go to, this is only relevant to the North Bay area, but to the Sebastopol Flea Market. Remember that? On 116. Yeah. So um, we'd go to the flea market, and I would go get Cabbage Patch. Uh, not Cabbage Patch. Uh, what do you call those? Uh, the gross Garbage Pail? Garbage Pail Kids. Garbage Pail Kids cards. Baseball cards. And uh, Nintendo games. And there's always some booth there that had Nintendo games, but like these things were like off the rails, like imported from the Ukraine, <laughs> like you know, bootleg um, and Nintendo cartridges. Yeah, so like I mean, I played like a lot of the common ones and some more obscure ones that did exist in the U.S., but like some games that just were it's like, who made this and who is it for? Like mm-hmm. there was a game me and my neighbor tried to play like over and over again called. Uh, Golgo Golgo 13, which is actually based on an anime or a cartoon. That's pretty familiar. Yeah. So there was a a Nintendo game called Golgo 13. And I'll tell you what, two eight-year-olds over 50 different attempts could not figure out what the hell you're supposed to do in that (laughs) game. Like in the slightest. Like we move from one screen to another and then lose. Like I don't know what happened. I thought that was an arcade <laughs> game, wasn't it? Galaga or Galago? Galaga or... was. Yeah, Gal- uh, okay. Galaga was. That's that's a, yeah. Yeah. Gol- Golgo 13 was a really weird, obscure one. Um, and uh, this this one more people play, but did everyone play uh, Bayou Billy? Oh, yeah, I had that. Yeah, it was, was a Nintendo game that had all awesome. these different mechanics where uh, you, you actually could use the light zapper for one level, and uh, mm-hmm. then it was like a Streets of Rage kind of beat em up for half of it. And it, like the format changed like three or four times. It was pretty inventive at the time. But yeah, uh, it this was... uh, big, the typical uh, big fat boss that stole your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's dude, it's totally like, oh, I'll tell you what, I got her now, you come get her. And so um, you got to drive like a Jeep and then you got to fight right. crocodiles. I also played, I you play I, that. Yeah, it looked fun. Uh, I played a, a SWAT game. It's a Nintendo game for SWAT. And uh, oh, you, 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 would rappel down, you would rappel down a building and then kick in through a window. And it was like a mini game to like get to the window and kick in. Hmm. And there was one like sneaking past a spotlight. 
and like it was more like a prison break really <laughs> like it was like a SWAT game i honestly don't remember the name of it, it might have just been SWAT. I, I thought maybe you were talking about um and look it up if you get a chance police quest i think it was the fourth one maybe the third was like police quest swat and they used daryl f gates as a uh consultant i think he consulted on the first two games too oh, but is, this that, was, is that a full motion video game yeah and it was right after the rodney king riots and stuff that they made Ooh. this game and it's oh, so God. tone deaf like it's <laughs> it's like i read an article on it and i remember playing it with it when i was young and like too young to understand a lot of like what was happening and i didn't understand like how wrong a lot of the stereotypes that they create in that game are the people you're arresting the storylines i think the killer was a transvestite so it was like back when Jeez. that was a thing. Oh, <laughs> back when oh, that he wears years. a dress. He must be killer crazy. Like it was really like, yeah, it's just wrong. Something that, yeah, should not be produced today. Did but, you guys um, ever play Narc? I was gonna bring up Narc. Yeah. We played played Narc. It was like the you had like you had like submachine guns and you just shot up what drug dealers and yeah yeah it was like a early nineties I think it was like ninety or ninety one and it yeah all the graphics it was like really liquidy almost like oil painting kind of graphics and all the characters were kind of like long kind of tallish uh, but yeah it was just it was ruthless like yeah it would be you know it's pretty brutal stereotypical yeah. like punk rock looking druggies and yeah you would just have a full-on like like semi-automatic Machine. rifle yeah. and you would like saw them in half and body parts yeah. go flying and shit what, what, what was that movie Sorry. series with that older it's guy death wish the game yeah yeah like it was yeah it's like death wish for kids like <laughs> yeah no death it's literally exactly yeah actually uh my favorite band uh the pixies they uh, have a song <laughs> Uh, based on the theme song from NARC. The song is called Theme from NARC. Yeah. (laughs) I actually never knew that. That's cool. (laughs) Stephen got me into the Pixies. I remember you're the one who raved about them and I started listening to them. (laughs) (laughs) They were quite inventive. Joe, what what was your first favorite video game? The first one you got obsessed over? You can say Zelda. It wasn't (laughs) Zelda. It was, I think, the original Mario Brothers. Yeah, I mean, everyone played the crap out of that, right? Like that's, that's uh, kind of why I almost discount that because it's a, yeah. it's such a great game. I, I would say and, your, fa- um, your your first favorite video game besides that, like, is yeah, kind of has to. Be. Okay, it's, well, it's sold like sixty million copies. Okay, <laughs> there was this this one game called Blaster Master. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Blaster Master, where you turn into a tank, yeah. Yeah, okay, you're like, you go from being in a tank to being, like, a third-person, like, like, shooter thing. Like, like a guy that foot, blew yeah. me away. Like, every time I went from tank to guy, I was like, yes, this is new. <laughs> this is the thing. I'm going to go back in my tank. It was uh, cool. Altered Beast oh. or something, how you turn into, like, the... I never played past the second level of Altered Beast. Oh, because Altered Beast I, is insanely, stupidly arcade hard. But yeah. yeah, yeah. But I yeah, I once you get to like the third or fourth level, level, you're just fucked. And yeah. it, one, one of the first original like digital voice games is Altered Beast, where it had that- Rise from your grave. 
<laughs> but it sounded like it was recorded like in a tin can in a toilet like it was the difficulty scaled down for one player or was it always as hard if you were playing one or two player because i never had friends to play it with when i'd rent it so i'd play by myself and it seemed even harder like it would I mean, be it's, it's insanely difficult like I, I i recently tried to replay like the old sega remastered classic altered beast mm-hmm. version mm-hmm. and i was i just i missed it made it about eight inches and i was like jesus <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I try. I, I tried it for like twenty minutes, and I like I, I can't imagine the patience and reflexes. But there that was we nothing must else had to play. We those didn't games have anything else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, like, like well, I still we kids. We didn't know any better. It was all oh, we had. I, so I never like, finished Blaster Master, by the way. Like I barely got two levels into that. Like I know I did finish Battletoads, so I have that. I never finished Ultraman. How Beast dare you? It, was, you it, came with, it came with my Genesis, but I was like, I couldn't. Do you guys remember Golden Axe? That was a- oh, I love Golden yeah. Axe. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd get those two mixed up sometimes. Where you beat I'd the shit out of the little uh, elf that steals your money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you hit him with an axe and like a potion would fly out Ba-dum. of him or something. Ba-dum. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, yeah, I love that game. I was always the dwarf with the axe. Yeah, me too. That was my I favorite. was always the chick. <laughs> She called, that, she called that lightning. Gauntlet yeah. was fun. Like the oh, Gauntlet was awesome. Red uh, deeds food. For those of us who have friends to play games with. Well, Gauntlet, a <laughs> uh, little, little backwards trivia for you here. Gauntlet was uh, one of those black cartridges on Nintendo, if you recall. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. So any of those black cartridges, especially if they're from a company called Tengen, um, were made um, illegally. Like, basically, like, uh, Nintendo wouldn't give them the rights to, like... Like they had to pay a premium to like print Nintendo games, so Nintendo said, "Yeah, you you can't do it unless you go through us." You um, have to pay rights for video games. Should be free for world. <laughs> so um, they they took them to court over their chip that prevents you from um, doing it, and they did they did it as a fake lawsuit. All they did it with was to get the plans so they could reverse engineer it and make their own cartridges. And so they they fake, su- they fake sued them to get the chip info. And then got the chimp info, reverse engineered it, and started printing out their own games from overseas, like all over the place. That's awesome. And a bunch of those old, like weird black cartridges are like, yeah, like we made that against Nintendo's wishes. We had one of those. I had a <clears throat> black cartridge of one called RBI Baseball, and it was me and my brothers and my dad's like favorite baseball game. It was awesome. Has yeah. anyone seen the Tetris movie? Watch the movie no. Tetris. I have, I have very mixed feelings. We used to joke about that, like when movie video game, like video game movies have gone too far when they make Tetris the movie. Like I, used, right. I made that joke for like 10 years, then they did. Yeah, yeah. And it's not Tetris the movie. It's about it's the not movie. It's not like Pixels Tetris. or something with Adam Sandler. It's yeah, not like yeah. a ridiculous like premise. It's But what's interesting, it? I watched it, yeah. I mean, it's an interesting story that obviously they had to punch up, like every time you do a biopic or something based on real life events, you you got to punch it up for the audience because it's got to be a story with the hero and you've got to make sure that like exciting things happen and there's arcs and, you know, there's plot points. And you can tell that like there's this, because there's also a Blackberry movie too, right? Where it's like they're taking something and they're like, all right, we're going to 
parody it like drunk history at the same time as we're playing up events and combining things so they didn't really happen as they occurred and bring in this new person to represent eight different people that were actually involved in it like like a jazzed up biopic type thing exactly right so it feels like oh this is like like mission impossible the tetris movie almost where it's like espionage and um a bunch of like like backroom trades and things happening and people getting yeah. upset in a very cartoony villain kind of way and russian the bubble, the bubble bubble people are all trying to like take them out <laughs> oh, another, another classic nintendo game that jumped out i remember playing a lot of uh bionic commando oh hell yeah sounds it, familiar. It had a grappling arm yeah he had like a grappling hook arm and he would swing on it Yes. Played the shit out of that. Played that game yep. so much, I tried to cut my hand off and attach a, a grappling hook on My mom stopped me. I thought I there's was a guy that's one. actually done that. There's a guy in real life that uh, did that. Cut off. Did his he own do hand it like professionally? Or he intentionally. Just... He intentionally removed his arm uh, at his shoulder. Uh, had it surgically removed and With had an, and had an artificial <laughs> arm. Um, yeah, he, he wanted a bio arm so bad he went. You know, he didn't even need it, but he went for it. It's yeah, a, it's, was, his whole premise was that it's going to be a more effective uh, arm for him anyway, uh, even though there wasn't anything wrong with his arm. I do a lot I of like punching that. through concrete. <laughs> I think it's a, a, a weird kind of offshoot art form, like body modification to like an extreme level. Like, um, yeah. I remember so like cyberpunk. These, yeah, like these twins who like took off their ring fingers, but then added their ring finger to the other dude's ring finger. So they had this oh. one long finger, both of them. Oh, oh, oh. I, don't, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I don't like anyone with one long finger. By the way, yeah. And I just and I just rewatched ET. I don't think you're thinking about the benefits right now. You're not taking the benefits of one long finger into consideration. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. like, I think it's like the bottom of an anthill. What benefits, Matlock? What benefits? Okay, you drop a nickel into a knot hole in a log, right? Sure, sure, yeah. Now it's deep in there. You're trying to get you're trying to get it out with two fingers, right? (laughs) But then it gets stuck. You might get it between them, but then it's stuck. Yeah, one log. And maybe the log is tired and it's had a long day and it just needs to get you that coin out. I mean consider the log. So Consider um, consider stuffing a turkey. If it's really (laughs) stuffed a turkey. Do you really know how to stuff a turkey? Also, like all the way in the back of the turkey. Yeah. That's what you're I'm not hitting doing. the back wall of the turkey. Why are you even bothering with the stuffing? Well, well, that exactly. finger isn't just a saying. fabulous normal finger. It's just attached, <laughs> so it doesn't have all the. Yeah, it can't, it can't have like muscular. Yeah, it's just a it's just a, a noodle. Finger. It's just a noodle at the end of your oh, a little dangly thing. Yeah. Uh, limp thing that goes home. Uh, Is that what it looks real. like? Like the guys that got it? It's, I mean, it's like it, a, like, right? It's got to just dangle, right? Like, uh, oh, yeah. God, I, I hate that's, this. That's, that's I hate this and I hate Steven for bringing it up. That's, I, I did. I did. Yeah. I was going to get defensive. And then I, I, did. <laughs> I did do that. Steven, you wrecked the podcast. <laughs> How and did that's... you do it? Huzzah! We should have a <laughs> well, the siren go off now. Um, uh, so, since nobody asked, my favorite game um, when I was a kid. Uh, what was your favorite game when you were a kid, Matlock? Oh, thank you. Well, thank you for asking, Adam. Um, how polite. Uh, when I was really little, there was some. I had a Commodore sixty four, and uh, there was a spelling game on it where you were a penguin 
and you're on like these riveted, like at, like a construction site, yeah, yeah, you're pushing the correct letters into the words, and they would fall down and drop where they're supposed to go into words. Um, so that, but I, I like, I was as a three year old or four year old or whatever, just like always playing that game. And my dad had brought down, brought a ColecoVision and an Atari home. And I played on those for a little bit, but there was never any games on them that I really enjoyed um, until he brought a Nintendo home and I played the Three Stooges video game like constantly. And I, I think I rented it so much that they just gave it to me for Christmas, but I still rented it like 20 times before they finally bought it. <laughs> and it was just a bunch of mini games. It's like throwing pies like uh, across a table at a fancy party. And then one was my favorite was there's a, because I used to watch a lot of Three Stooges, there's that episode where he's like eating clam chowder and he goes to get the cracker that's floating in the, like the, the what do you call it? A clam cracker or whatever? Yeah, yeah, cracker. cracker. Trying to get the soup cracker out with a spoon and then the clam like eats it before he can get to it. And so that's, <laughs> that's that was a, like a, a whole bit. And they had this one thing where you're trying to scoop the soup cracker out of the, with the spoon before this. And that's goes, amazing. Yeah. Every time it <laughs> if the clam got it. <laughs> Thank God they had audio. Yeah. Anyone ever play the Back to the Future Nintendo game? Oh, that like, was so hard. The first one was impossible. Yeah. Well, like Teenage there was a time like when video games based on movies, like they just were like, We need we need a title. Like we don't care what game it is, we don't care how it functions. Oh, God, so yeah. They already had a game and then put the skins to look like the yeah, characters. Like Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, like twenty minutes into the Back to the Future, it turns into one of those bartending games where you're sliding root beers down a like a bar. Yeah, uh, what was Tappers. that called? Like the game Tapper. Tapper yeah. was the name. Tapper. But, but yeah. they had that in Back to the Future, the game. Yeah, just like oh no, that's they weren't trying. So they had so they had like eight it. games that they hadn't finished, and they just like put them all together and then slapped Marty and Doc's images on. It was just Marty. You played as Marty, right? And you just uh, beat, it yeah, was yeah. a platformer. That's how they made. Um, that's how they made Super Mario Brothers Two was actually a completely different game called Doki Doki Panic, mm-hmm. and they just and they just literally reskinned it and put Mario in for the main characters and no uh, and Princess and Toad and stuff. Uh, but all the other creatures, like if you notice stylistically, it's nothing like any of the other games before or after. Like it's very unique. The uh, original it, Princess was a flying lizard. She extend <laughs> her wings and then. I, I don't know about the mechanics, but like, yeah, they, it was like it was a ninety nine percent other game called Doki Doki Panic that they just reskinned and went Mario two because that Birdo they, boss that Birdo boss looked a lot different than the original. Let's just say those eggs, those eggs were not shooting out of her mouth hole. Let's just say that. <laughs> whoa. And instead of Do just jumping, out and, yeah, jumping, Thank you, you jumping on eggs. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that gave me some complexes as a child. So the eggs shoot with high velocity out of her giant nose hole? Yep. Yes. Okay. Sure, it can be a nose hole. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Sure. And what do you do with them? Oh, you jump on them midair and then catch them. And then you ram them back in her face. (laughs) Throw the babies back in her throat hole. Sure. She's a lasting character. She's in, like, the Mario Party games uh, on Switch. Birdo's got to be part of the Mario universe once she's been. Oh, she's canon. She's like canon. Shy guy. Really but the best she's character. awkward as shit because she's always acting like coquettish and coy. And the whole time, <laughs> you're like, 
Now, when I met her, she was like, like, like a dinosaur furry. Yeah. When I first met Birdo, she was very forward. Yeah, she immediately was like this. <laughs> she immediately tried to give me a child. <laughs> Take all my children. <laughs> I've been chewing on them. Sit on, sit yeah, on this until there's two of me. I hold them in my mouth like a chipmunk. <laughs> yeah, if they had, if they had the like, if they had better sound effects, it would have ruined that game. <laughs> Just awful. All right, I feel uncomfortable. Anyway, um, yeah, Birdo made a lot of us grow up. I think there were Bible uh, Nintendo games too. I remember these kids that. Uh, grew up in my neighborhood that were homeschooled. Uh, we actually got to go in their house one time. Super <laughs> God Brothers. We, yeah, we played their Nintendo. You like, play as Cain and Abel. No, it was. It was like Noah's Ark Adventure and like all these other games. I, was like, I had the, almost the exact same story. There was a weird Some Christian Persia. family that like, had all the only games they had were the Bible ones. Uh, yep. Yeah, there was like one about Abraham and stuff. Like, wow, I missed this whole genre entirely. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was it was fun. I got this close to trying it out, and then my buddy Chris broke the glass shade to the ceiling light fixture, and we were and you weren't allowed in. Yeah, never allowed over again. Never, oh, never, never. The mom just went fucking volcanic on us. She was just out. Next time <laughs> we saw like, them. Like they went out of their way to tell us. They were like, You guys can't come over again. <laughs> like, okay, we don't want wow. to, but okay. Wait, I, I missed the part. What did you do? Uh, we were fucking around in their room and they were trying to show me the Bible video game and I was about to play it, but my buddy Chris was like kicking a soccer ball in the bedroom. Like, oh look, I can you know how you can like kind of hack an idiot. with a yeah, yeah. soccer ball. Mm-hmm. And he did it too hard, bam, right into the fucking one of those glass square uh you know the glass shade on the ceiling uh like fixture the sunroof i'm looking at one right now yeah i got anyway. you yeah. uh and sunroof. those things break oh, like super so you, easy. you broke a glass fixture instantly yeah, yeah i sat through i sat on a glass table at a friend's house luckily there oh, was no. a there was a uh blanket or something over it oh that helps and and so yeah it kind of kept it from ripping through my skin when i went through it but i just sat to yeah. i was like plopped down on and it, the middle was all glass with a wood frame around it I, oh, I was staying at a friend's house um and this sounds like a story would happen when you're a teenager but this happened to be like a couple of years ago but i was staying at a friend's house and he had like a walk-in shower with a big like glass door you know with a handle and uh, I went into the shower and I just turned around and, and closed the door and I just closed it too hard. I didn't mean to, but I slammed the door um, and it just hit the frame and the entire door exploded. Shattered. Just psh, glass everywhere. So I'm covered in glass. I'm cut because it like exploded. So there's like cuts all over me, glass all around me in the tub. There's blood starting to like run down into the tub water. And like this, fr- I'm staying with a friend who lives with his dad and his girlfriend and like <laughs> they come running in because it sounds like someone and just And you're naked. Like, yeah, yeah. So it sounds like someone just threw a hand grenade in the bathroom. So they're like, <laughs> oh shit. And they come running in. So the and dad, the girlfriend, and my buddy are all standing in the doorway while I'm just like, the, I don't, I'm so strong. I just <laughs> blood. And you're I need towels. Naked, I need towels. down you with glass shards in your body. And it looks like it looked like I had the it looked like I had the darkest fetish you could ever fucking imagine. And I've been caught dipped to rights. 
I've been caught dead to rights in the middle my of worst the worst nightmare being <laughs> caught cutting, <laughs> cutting all over sure. my body, yeah, shattering glass. They call, they call it shower dooring. It's it's uh, a <laughs> it's, it's huge in Japan. You should have looked at caught. them and said, "I'm in the shower." And getting caught part of it too. <laughs> Just, like, just turn on the water and try to play it off. What? Privacy one. <laughs> A little privacy. Um, yeah. I don't know how you guys uh, do it around here, but where I come from, we give each other privacy. Just glass shards all over you. <laughs> You're rubbing them so, in with a sponge. <laughs> yeah, it's exfoliating. It's, it's, it's so exfoliating. <laughs> No blackheads, just lots a, of cuts and scratches. It's a complicated <laughs> kink, but uh, you get it, you know, when it happens. I think on that note, we can uh, wrap up today's episode of the Podcast Records. I've been Adam Aragon. We've also had Matlock Zumsteg, Stephen Thomas, and Joe Kroll. Yes. Thank you all. Uh, can, can I just bring up Birdo's reproduction system one more time? Absolutely. She has, she has her uterus in her chest or something, right? One would assume, sure. I'm picturing what That's what if a human like picture I'm picturing like if a human had a uterus and if they gave birth through their mouth. Okay, and that's our show, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. We are the podcast records. You can find us at podcastrecords.com. You can follow us on Facebook. You can go to our website. You can Google us. You can do anything you want, but you'll probably never want to do it again because we're the podcast. You turn it around in the flow. Thank you. Thank you so much. And good night.